right? So that at some point you, you're going to start seeing something, but it's got to be some way that you're going to, to measure it because it's always going to be something that you're going to push to the side. Your main job is going to be your, I'm not, and I'm not advocating that you be working your side thing throughout the time that you're supposed to be working your, your main thing. Now, do you didn't hear the strategies tell you that, but you know, from time to time, you know, you're going to, that, that happens a bit where you're going to have to do some of that stuff, especially if you start getting clients. Welcome to the 30-Minute Hour. It's the personal development podcast for entrepreneurs who are looking to level up and become unstoppable. I'm your host, Eric Twiggs, your procrastination prevention partner. And today we're bringing you our coffee and conversation episode. The theme of this episode is moving the needle in your business. As you listen, you'll discover specific strategies to help you make more money, get more done, and make the necessary movement that leads to improvement. And by the way, if you want more information on moving the needle in your business, make sure you sign up for the free What Now Movement Business Summit that's taking place on Saturday, July the 16th. And the theme is moving the needle in your business on July the 16th from 9 a.m. to 12 noon Eastern to register visit the whatnowmovement.com. We're talking about moving the needle in your business. That's right. I'm the host, Eric Twiggs, the CEO of the What Now Movement. And and today, our goal is to share some of our frustrations when it comes to moving the needle in your business. I know contrary to popular opinion, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, right? We didn't ride in on a unicorn or anything like that. Um, so we're going to talk about just some of the frustrations and just some of the things we do to move the needle uh, or, and how we react when we feel like the needle isn't moving. Um, so you'll leave with specific strategies. And you hear about a special, some special things we've got coming up to help you to take your game to the next level and move the needle in your business. But before we get into all of that, introduce the team. So we'll start with you, Dr. Sharon H. Porter. Greetings, everyone. Great morning, great evening, whatever time it is when you're watching this. I am Dr. Sharon H. Porter, Vice President of Media and Communications for the What Now Movement and WNM Ventures, LLC. I'm also an educator, an author, publisher, and editor-in-chief of Vision and Purpose Lifestyle Magazine. Fantastic. Ted? Good morning. I'm Ted Fells. I'm the the strategist. <laughs> what now? What now? Movement. I'm also the president and CEO of New Core Vision, co-host of Thirty Minute Hour Podcast. And uh, good morning. Excited to talk about this subject. Great, Maisha. Good morning. I am Maisha B. Hoy. I am the CEO of BSHG LLC, which means I am proprietor of Maisha's Lemonade Stand, the founder of QBob, and of course, the founder of CEO of Customer First Marketing. But for more important for purposes today, I am the marketing director of the What Now Movement, and I want you to join the movement by clicking on our website today. All right. 
Again, that website, thewhatnowmovement.com. Make sure you go to click and join. Um, and I gave you a brief overview on myself, but I'm also your procrastination prevention partner, the author of The Discipline of Now, and I'm the host of the 30-Minute Hour podcast with my man Ted Fells down there, the strategist. So, Ted, you, you, you're not wearing your strategy glasses, huh? See, when, when Ted has on his strategy, strategy oh, it's glasses. Serious, then. Oh, it's serious. <laughs> oh, it Get the whiteboard out. It's serious then. It's serious. Oh, man. And for those of you who are listening on the 30-Minute Hour podcast right now, you have no idea what we're talking about. But Ted has his glasses on right now. So the serious. strategy is about to go to a whole different level. So I just got these glasses, right? You know, because for whatever reason, people, everything just started, the print just started getting smaller on stuff. They just used stuff with smaller print because it couldn't be my eyes, my age. It couldn't be my. So I said, let me go do an eye exam. And it was like, it's your eyes. It's your eyes. So I had to get some strategy glasses. All right. So, so now that, now that uh, Ted has his strategy glasses on, we can start, we can officially Let's start. It's We're time. ready to rock and roll. Uh, I want to share the backstory of, of how we got to this point. And it, it started because myself, uh, Ted Fells, and Dr. Sharon, we agreed that we wanted to work together. And, and we wanted, we, we thought that we would do in-person summits and we'd get people into uh, a big room, a big conference center, and we would inspire them. Uh, with with content and inspirational speakers. It was going to be excellent. We had it all planned out. And, and then the pandemic happened, right? And, and we, we, we were forced to ask ourselves, what now? I mean, we still want to work together, but what now? And, and then we started to notice in our different networks that people were saying, hey, I've got this idea for a venture. I've got this big dream, but we got the pandemic. So I'm going to wait until things get back to normal. We said, that's the last thing you should do. You should really be asking yourself the question, what now? And that's how we came up with the idea for the what now movement. And our mission is to help people to pivot when they face adversity, when you face a struggle, when you face a challenge. Don't just stop. What can you do now? You have to ask yourself the question, what now? And so here we are. We have the what now movement. We've got the Moving the Needle in Your Business Summit. We've got the What Now Mindset book that's coming out. And we, I can't take it. I can't take it. Man, we just, we just, man, this is some good stuff. I'm sorry. I just got a little excited. I had a moment. <laughs> no, so, so we're, li we're literally living this, right? We have to constantly ask ourselves, what now? So, so along those lines, we'll, we'll get started with, with our theme for the day, moving the needle in your business. And if I had to come up with a basic definition for moving the needle, it's doing things within your business that you can track a quantifiable result to. You're seeing the result improve. You're seeing movement. It's not based off of your opinion. It's not based off of how you like it. Bottom line is you're seeing the result move. Anybody want to share their thoughts on what it means to move the needle? I guess I'll jump in. Well, my, my, you look, well, you leaned in. So go on, Maish. No, I mean, in. Yes. <laughs> yes, I will. Yes, moving the needle. Um, I was just thinking about how the visual works, right? You 
sometimes when you move the needle, it's little steps and sometimes it's big steps. But at the end of the day, it's a finished product that you're proud of. So moving the needle is taking those little steps to get where you have to go and those big steps that you have to do sometimes to get to the finished product that you're trying to present to the world. No, I think that that's a great point. It doesn't, because a lot of times we think moving the needle is it has to be a 50% revenue increase. Not necessarily, right? It, it can be a small step in quantifiable progress. The small steps count because they get you to the big goal. So, no, I, I think that's excellent. Speaking of small steps, I want to thank everyone that visited our website this past couple of weeks. We had more hits to our website than we've had in the last three months. And I think that's because of all the stuff that we're doing with the summit, with the book, with yeah. our blog, with this podcast. So thank you because we moved the needle in the right direction when it came to our website. Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Just continue to hit that what now, go to that what now movement.com website as Maisha's, <laughs> as Maisha's uh, pointing out there. But I, I want to talk about this though. So what do you do when you're moving, right? You're doing things in your business, but your results aren't improving. Let's talk about it. I know for me, that's the biggest frustration. When, when I feel like I'm doing things and I feel like I'm doing the right things, but I'm not seeing any quantifiable result that I can tie to my actions. So I, I, I'll throw it over to you, Dr. Sharon. Maybe talk about how, how do you deal with that frustration? Well, <laughs> for me, definitely is looking to see what needs to change. Um, to me, if something is not doing what it needs to do, some, something in the equation is not right. And so I just look to see what needs to change. People, processes, what is it? Um, do I need to collaborate with um, more people, different people? Um, should I change my process, my procedures? So what exactly needs to change? That to me is what um, I would do. Okay, look at what exactly needs to change. Ted? I think you have to determine whether it's the strategy or execution, mm. right? Like, because a lot of times you'll just keep, you know, taking that strategy and crashing it all up and coming up with something else. And, you know, but is, is it execution? Is it the execution? Is it, is it the players as well? You have to look at all that. And I think that, you know, goes into what Dr. Sharon was saying. You're looking at the people, the processes, technology. I mean, whatever it is, but you can't continue to go month after month after month and not get any movement or get any closer to your, your, your goal. Right. Uh, you know, I was having a conversation with, uh, you know, one of my members of my team, he was like, Oh yeah. You know, you know, we're really trying. Two weeks when it's time for that paycheck, really trying doesn't work. Right. At some point, you know, we got to have some, we got to have some results. I mean, you know, there's no, you know, they say those participation awards for, you know, kids in sports, you just, you just get it to be out here. No, that, 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 that you're in business and you, you at Chick-fil-A, it's all about selling chicken sandwiches, Maisha. If you're not selling chicken sandwiches, then you got to figure that out. Right. And that's what it's really about. You got to figure out how to get this, these, uh, like you said, Eric, these quantifiable things or you can say, hey, you know, we made $2 today. Like we need to be made, $2 is more than making nothing. 
right? So you want to be making something, you know, if that's what you're, you know, if that's what you're trying to do and figure that out. Absolutely. All right, uh, Maisha. I'm going to put my marketing hat on and tell everybody that the number one thing you can do to move the needle is to figure out the numbers, right? So if you do this in your business plan, you may do this at some point, but really figure out what is your, what is your revenue goal, your sales goal, whatever that dollar amount is. And you need to walk it back to figure out how many people you need to communicate with, to talk to, to reach in order for that message to reside. So I think, you know, as you know, I talk about data and metrics all the time, but a lot of people don't really get the numbers. Like saying you want to do $100,000 is great, but back it out, right? How many of, of each thing that you're selling do you need to get to that number? And then once you have that number, once you have the products and services and you know what that number is, then you start looking at the strategy and execution. Did I, is that the right strategy for me to get to those numbers? Am I doing the right things? Am I on the right platform? So I believe that, you know, moving the needle in your business starts with recognizing that actual real, true revenue number and backing all your activities back into that. No, I think that's great. And one of the things I like about math is that math doesn't lie, right? Math isn't emotional. You know, like I was having a conversation with somebody the other day and they were asking me, could they, could they, could they afford this employee? And I had this little spreadsheet and I said, okay, if you do this, do this, and, this. and he says, oh, so you're telling me that I should get this person. I'm not telling you anything. The math is saying this. I say, look, don't get mad at me. Get mad at the math, right? So I just think anything you can do to quantify what you're doing, and you know, and uh, we called it the win number. We we say, okay, all right, what is how much do you need to see on the profit line each week to feel like you won? Okay, this is how many customers you need. This is how many people you need. This is so now it's math. So no, I think that's excellent. And I think if you if you can break it down to a math equation, I think certainly that'll help you to move the needle. And I know just for me, even something like the, the podcast, the 30 minute hour, right? So right now, like we rank top 2% globally of all podcasts on listen notes. Ooh, and, very good. Congratulations. You know, the last the last 30 day uh, period, we had 30,000 downloads. But but people don't know is we went two years where and I'll tell you, I don't know if I ever shared this with you. We had a two year span where we didn't exceed like 200 downloads a week. It's like a two year that, window that we didn't. We didn't. We, oh. we, had a two, we had a two year span where we never got over 200 downloads. So you didn't tell me because, you know, I might have broke down. And so you wanted me to, to be able to, you know, keep myself emotionally intact. So I appreciate you holding that from me. But but no, and it's all about it's all about moving the needle. And I think you have to you have to get outside of yourself. That's just my experience, right? And your personal feelings about what you're doing, and, and look at what what is the data telling you, and you know what is the math telling you. And I think for me, it motivated me to make certain changes. With a lot of the things you see with the show, where we've got a different graphic, we've got a different themes, we've got different you know 
different types of guests. We a lot of that came out of pain and frustration. We we even had a successful podcast. <laughs> so you you were cutting out. We say that again. I said we even had guests who had very successful podcasts. So it allowed us to ask questions about what are those things that help them move the needle. Absolutely. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, Ted and I were doing Intel. Right? That's right. <laughs> now, what did you do? What are some of those techniques? But that's, that's smart. That's smart to do. I mean, you you want to you want to be around the best. You want to learn from the best. So, if you have people who are getting, I mean, your next goal, right, is to be the top one percent on another. I guess I don't know the platforms. I'm so sorry. Um, to get to a hundred thousand downloads, is is I think Ted said this a couple. Uh, coffee conversations ago, we're never done, right? Because no, as soon as you accomplish done. it, it's like, okay, that's we're it. top two. We got to be number that's one, you know? That's and that's that's what motivates us. That's what that's keeps that's us motivates us. That's it. That's <laughs> it. You know, I, you know, I know I keep sounding like I'm talking about chicken sandwiches all the time, but you know, when Popeyes came out with the chicken sandwich and everybody was excited, then you see everyone come out with a chicken sandwich. So I know they had to think, okay, wait a sec, right? We got to come up with another way because everyone is is doing it. Right. There's trends and certain things start to happen with that your competitors do. And you got to figure out, OK, what do I what do I need to do? I've always got to be thinking continuous improvement like you're never there. Like you're never you're never there. I think that's the mindset that you need that you need to have. And if you just keep pushing, as Eric talked about with the podcast, we just kept pushing and different things started happening. Even, you know, when we first started with the podcast, I mean, you know, we were coming to, to, to the office and doing it live, right? And we were just only getting guests that um, there were people we knew. And then once everything happened with the pandemic, and then it's like we had guests to just come to us now. Each of those guests, they bring, you know, their, their network, right? And so that's how, you know, the numbers started to increase, but it was all just perseverance. You just keep pushing, you just keep pushing, and then those answers start to to come and you talk to different people and all that. You just can't just settle for your numbers being stuck and just being like, I'm trying. No, just try it. You, you got to figure it out. And I, and I think it does help too. And I think Dr. Shane, like you were leaning in, I'll let you get in, in a second. You got to uh, watch it when, they, when folks <laughs> lean in and get something. Don't, don't, once that lean in happen, let, let it go. Let them, let them come on in. <laughs> I'm going to let you hear two seconds. Uh, so, <laughs> so, no, but so I think it's good. Like, I look at with Ted and I, you know, we have meetings, right? Where we just talk about how things are going. And, like, I, I have this thing. I, I can be a creature of habit, right? I, I, I consider myself to be very disciplined, but it's easy for me to keep doing something that's not working. <laughs> right? I just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Keep that's your head to into that wall every day. Right, right. right. <laughs> And Ted is like, yeah, I mean, okay, look, why are we doing this? What is this? What is this getting us? How, you know, do we need to change this? Do we need to change that? Do we need to switch up the questions? Do we need to switch up the guest selection? Do we need to? So I think, you know, if you're in a business, you should have some type of uh, team meeting with your leadership to be looking at your results and looking at your actions. Is that, are your actions getting you to where you want to go that are going to move the needle? So Dr. Sharon? Yeah, no, as we were thinking and moving the needle, I thought of the first two then what? Jim Collins and Good to Great. He says it perfectly for me. First two, then what? So get the right people on the bus and then get the right people in the correct seat. Mm -hmm. In addition to all of that that you're saying, I really believe that if we 
um, anyone in a business or organization really take an inventory and look to make sure that all of those things are in place. And then, like you say, because what you all are talking about are processes at that time, you know, what what you all were doing. So I think it really is everything together. Um, you might look at this part first, then this part, you know, you may not do it all together, but I think it's a combination of things um, that you take if your needle isn't moving. So I just wanted to share that. Oh, good. Only because she said the magic word, and this is what, how I base my marketing company off. It is understanding who Ooh. you are trying to reach in your business. And, I, you know, I was just having a conversation with another uh, branding expert, and the who is so important. Who are you talking to? I mean, if you want to get down to the demographics where they live, but who are you trying to target? Um, is if you if you nail that down and you can reach that audience that we talked about with the numbers of people in that audience, you should be successful and you absolutely will move the needle in your business if your message is resonating with the who that you're trying to reach. This is a this is a great this is a marketing uh, coffee conversation today. <laughs> Really? Let me let me tell you, Maisha. That that's been a point of frustration for me too. That whole idea of niching down and talking to a specific person, figuring out who you're talking to, and that's I've had coaches. I had a coach one time say that the exact same thing, and then when I did it, it worked out much better. <laughs> you can't. We we all can't talk to everybody, and and right. and we talked about this when we started. When I started with the What Now movement, right? What is our niche with this leadership and professional development? What who are we talking to? And we are focusing on those individuals who had to pivot at some point and know they will have to pivot again. And know if they started a company during COVID, they know they're going to have to pivot. We have a very targeted niche. We're talking to sponsors who want to help these individuals with the pivot. We, we're talking to technology companies now who are you know, putting together technology to help these individuals who want to pivot. There's a lot of people out there trying to help, but we are helping those that are mentally ready and understand the need to keep moving the needle uh, in their business, to always be ready for the next time. So we're getting you ready for what's next. I can't see this thing, <laughs> but yeah. I would definitely give that marketing advice as well. Find out your who, tailor your message to them, and go after it. Yeah, so it's called your avatar. And so literally, I know people that they have a picture of what that person looks like. And they just have it like on their computer terminal. So whenever they're creating content, they've got that person in mind. You know, I think it was um, the guy that wrote The Purpose Driven Life, Rick Warren, Pastor Rick Warren. They have somebody they call Saddleback Sam. And they have Saddleback Samantha. The name of his church was Saddleback. And so whenever they're promoting or doing things to try to get people to come out to the church, they're saying, okay, what are Saddleback Sam's problems? What are Saddleback Samantha's problems? Um, and they've that's why they've experienced the growth that they've experienced. I, I think that's critical. So if I were to uh, kind of go back and recap this segment, we talked about, you know, how do you move the needle in the business? What uh, what what are your frustrations? You know, when you when you reach that frustration point, 
know, what are some of the things you can do? Uh, we talked about first who, then what. That concept of Jim Collins' book, Good to Great. And that could be for people that are working for you. And also that could be for trying to figure out, target your niche, you know, who you're actually communicating to. We talked about taking an inventory. Uh, just look at kind of what's working, what's not. Uh, the math. Maisha brought that up. Do a math exercise and just make it a math equation. Okay, what does the math look like? For you want this much profit each week, how many people do you need? What does business need to look like? Uh, and so those are the, those are the, the key things. Uh, anything we missed? Leaning in. Yeah, I missed my leaning. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Oh, I just wanted to, I did a, a, a panel. No, I was the speaker um, for a technology group. And I talked about shiny object marketing. And I just want to make sure we kind of stick to the strategy execution for a little bit. Just because it's not working doesn't mean that you need to go on to the next thing, right? You just, you need to figure out, especially in marketing, there's so many um, social media platforms. There's so many different websites. There's so many different tools that we can use. So I want to stick with the who, figuring out the strategy, how you're going to reach them, and then finding the best platform and work it. I don't, I, maybe, Ted, you could talk about what, how long do we stay with a strategy before we say it's we need to switch it, we need to change. Because sometimes I think people give up too quickly. Before I, thought, they, I, thought I thought you were about to say, at one point you determined it sucks. Like I said, you went... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, but how long do we stay with a strategy before we say this is not, it's the execution or it's not working? I think that's another key point. I think consistency overcomes a lot of stuff. And I need to go with the messaging and everything else we spoke about. Sometimes just staying in there a little bit longer can get you where you got to go. Yeah. And just speaking on that, Maisha. Um, I think to me, a good indicator is when you really feel that you've done all that you can. It's almost like a marriage, right? Uh, you know, two people together and it's not working. They feel like they've done everything. Then the change comes. Um, I just don't believe in changing immediately when something doesn't work because it does take time. Um, but you have to know all of the things that you are willing to try and that should be your determinator. That's what I feel. I think I, I think you got to really be honest with yourself, Maisha, when you talk about is it working. So let's let's go back to you know we we've, we've all talked about in the past the whole diet thing, right? You know we I know I know, I know right? you know is, is the diet working or not, right? With if you're not doing it consistently, right? If you're not eating right if you're not working out you can't say this gym thing i don't know why i joined this gym this thing is not working you've only been one time this month and you was eating a cheeseburger on the way there right how can you say that it's not working you have to really look at what you're doing and say okay are we all in are we are we clear on what we're doing are we consistently doing it like you know eric again very specific very disciplined on what he's doing okay we're going to have a hundred calls go out today Right. If you're doing 100 calls a day or 100 emails a day, 
and you see over a week you did 500 or you did 400 or at least half that and you didn't see any results and you do that over a period of time and then you're like you know this you know this is not this is not working right this is not working but you have to really look at that and say did you really do it did you really execute on it to say whether the diet is working, whether the, the gym membership you need to change to something else and do Zumba or whatever else you want to do, <laughs> you know, you want to do, but you got to do it. So there's emails, if it's phone calls, if it's something, it's the consistency in it before you can say, okay, we've been doing this over this amount of time. I also think that, you know, you, you pull your team together, right? You pull your team together and you say, hey, let's look at this. How is this working? What are the challenges? I mean, you know, should we tweak this? I think you look at people externally, advisors and, and mentors, and, and sometimes just going to other people that, that are having success. And I tell you, most of the time when, when I've had when I've asked people about different things that they've done and been successful, majority of the time they're open to share with you, right? They they get to talking and, and and telling you some things that it makes maybe one tweak to what you're what you're doing. But you got to determine, is it the strategy, right? Is it the plan, you know, or is it the execution of it, you know, and the consistency, you know, in that? No, I think these are great points. For me, I think it goes back to what you were talking about with the numbers, Maisha. Like, sometimes you can give up too soon if you don't really understand the numbers. For example, like with a market, from a marketing standpoint, if you're marketing to, let's say, an existing customer, you know, it could be a 15% response rate. So that means you would have to do 20 calls or so to get three people, right? So you may, let's say you do six or seven calls and you think, oh, you know what? My approach isn't working. Oh my goodness. I need to change this. I, I need to, no, you, you just haven't been doing it long and you, you haven't done enough calls, right? So, and then if you're trying to get a new customer, oh my goodness, it's weird. <laughs> You know, if, if, if you're, if Maisha can tell you, if you're sitting on, let's say you do a postcard campaign, you can look at like a half a percent response rate is what you expect. If you're sitting out like, let's say a, a postcard campaign to a bunch of people that don't know you. So it's not that, and you, you send 10 of those things, I don't think it doesn't think it's not working. No, you just haven't worked the numbers for long enough. So I, I think I'm glad we're talking about this because there's two sides of it. You know, I think number one, you have to you have to know when to stop doing something that's not working. But number two, you need to recognize when you haven't been doing something for long enough. Yep. Maisha, I know that that's your. Uh... I, I gotta say, what's that song is all about the numbers. We're talking about the numbers, all about the numbers. I mean, and, and I think if we can leave here with that advice to everyone that's listening. Um, know your numbers um exactly. just know them and it starts with and if anybody so let me just say this if anybody i'll find i will post uh the link that i have that helps you figure out how many leads you need to have into your system in order to generate the revenue that you want i did the exercise for all my clients and that's when you really start to say this is what we need marketing money for that's what i say <laughs> that's what i say well if i have to reach a hundred thousand people for you to get a million dollars in sales where is that money coming from where is that list coming from and that's what we're talking about you know the strategy 
versus the execution. Execution, I can do your social media, I can send out 100 uh, emails, all that stuff, but if we don't have, we're not reaching the people we need to reach, just doing things incrementally. We're moving the needle in the right direction, which is always positive, but to be realistic, we know we need to do more. And, I, and, that, and that's the part where I think you have to, you really have to really think about, again, what you're doing, right? And that's why you have to always just continue to revisit it. I, I remember, you know, it was a time I'd go to networking events, right? And I was like, man, I'm just not getting anything out these networking events. So one side could tell you, okay, we just need to stop going to networking events. No, what I had, what I had to determine was I had to go to networking events where the people that I wanted to get to attended. Right. So if I'm, a, you know, I'm trying to get to certain types of people. Right. And I'm continuing going to this place and those people are not there. I mean, you, you shake, you giving out all your business cards to a bunch of folk that can't help your situation. Right. You, you having a drink, eating wings with these. For, no, you need to go to the room next door. Go to the room next door. That's where the people are that you're trying to, you're trying to get to. Make sure you're going to the right place because advertisements for networking events, all of them sound good. This is the premier place to be. Well, it might not be the premier place for you to be. But I said, hey, Ted, you going down to this event? Uh-uh. But early on, I would go to any of those events. I was constantly out throughout the week, networking, 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 stacks and stacks of business cards. You get back and be like, you know what? What is this? Isn't that where I met you, Ted? But that was a great thing, right? Me right. And you. But there's a bunch of other folks. I'm like, well, I meet these folks. But I'm doing all these business cards that I'm about to throw away because, you know. And that's one of the things I, I was just, we were talking about that before. Like I go to networking events. I look at that list. I look at who RSVP. I look at all that. And I say, okay, I'm going to meet three people who are in the who of who I need to talk to, who are my target market, who I believe I can help. And I zone in on them and I go talk to them. I do my pitch. I get the card, try to set up a meeting all in that conversation. And that's considered a success. So does as the strategist, right? You always ought to have, you like I did that, Eric, as the strategist, right? Like you always ought to have a, a, a strategy for whatever it is you, that you're doing. If it's a networking event, what's the strategy? If it's a conference I'm going to, What's my my strategy and what does success look like for me there? Right. Like you just said, my issue, because if you don't, you will be doing a bunch of stuff. Right. But you'll be like that hamster. Right. On that wheel. You, you're like, man, I'm tired every week. I'm spending a bunch of money. I spend a bunch of time. I know I'm Eric. I know, doctor. I know I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm hot. I'm committed to this. Can't you see I'm committed? I've had that discussion with my team. Can't you see I'm committed? I'm here every day. I'm well, I pay you to be here every day like that. That right there doesn't mean it, you know, commitment. No, you gotta, you gotta be committed to the right things. You gotta, you gotta make sure that 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 needle is moving because if it's not, you know, at some point I can't, we can't continue to do things the way that we're doing, right, and expect for us to ever ever move in the company to, you know, to grow. You got one dollar, you got to be figuring out how to get to two. Yeah, that's that. I, that's yeah. the one quote I know. Insanity is doing the same thing, expecting different results. Exactly. Dr. Sharon, I know you had something. Yeah, I just wanted because we talked a lot about execution and it made me think of the book um, in the four disciplines of execution. Not sure who the author is, but they talk about four things that you should do to execute. And I think it's important 
in the conversation, we've said some of them already, but the first one was focus on what's important. Um, act on lead measures. And we talked about that. Know who you're going to and then act on that. Keep a compelling scoreboard. That's knowing your numbers. That's what Maisha was just talking about. And create a candidate of accountability. And that, Ted, you always say, you know, we got to keep people accountable um, to do what you say you're going to do. So I think um, that sums, I got to remember who the author is. I got to go find that book in my stack of books. But because you all were saying that, it just made me remember, you know, those simple steps of executing because that's oftentimes where we fall short. And sometimes you you get a break, right? You just go someplace and you might meet that key person. I, I've, I've learned this in being in business over the years. At some point, you know, you will get that blessing, right? That you are talking to somebody at a restaurant, right? And it'll be a, a lead for you, right? And you can go to that restaurant a hundred times and that may not happen again, you know? So, so I think if you just keep pushing, you just keep pushing and staying in it, you know, at some point, you know, the more people you meet, the more people you engage with eventually, and, and it could be someone that's the last, the last person that you would have thought would have been, that you never know, you know, what, you know, what that, that deal looks like that that decision maker looks like i mean it could just be the person that you just again meet at a family event somebody that you just meet again just wherever you know but i think it needs to be a you're constantly meeting people you're constantly engaging you're constantly seeing how i can you know uh, you know you know tighten up my process and you know and, and you know how i pitch to people you know you know whatever right absolutely i, I think you just have to and, and just embrace the identity of someone who's always learning. Mm-hmm. And that's the bottom line. You'll be less l- less fragile when it comes to failure and fear of failure and all of that good stuff. If you just say, I'm always learning, no matter what happens. If I win, I'm learning. If I if I don't get it, I'm learning. What can I do better? How can I change? Uh, I think that's really the key. And that'll help you to move the needle in your business. All right. I, I think this is a good time. For us to stop for a moment and take a coffee break. I mean, it is coffee and conversation, right? We're gonna stop for a moment and that's a lot of coffee you got in there, Eric. You're gonna be highly Man, charged. I may have a problem. You're gonna be highly charged all day. I may have a coffee addiction problem here, but that's another show for another day. That's right. All right. So this episode of Coffee and Conversation is sponsored by the Moving the Needle Summit. That's right. The What Now Movement, Moving the Needle Summit. Mm. And I think, and we'll we'll get into that. Uh, What does it mean uh, as far as the summit, right? What are you going to get out of that? But I did want to talk about something else. Uh, we talk about the what now mindset and, and we have this book that's coming out titled the what now mindset. And I want to get into a conversation about like, how does the what now mindset help us to move the needle? Dr. Sharon, we'll start with you. 
Okay. Don't look, look, look. We, we, we look back. Relax. If you're leaning in, we're just going to push you in, Dr. Shane. Don't lean in and give us some on the That board. is funny. Okay. <laughs> so to me, the what now mindset means that you pause, not necessarily stop, but you take a pause to figure out or strategize what your next steps are. Um, and I, I liken it to driving and you come up to a roadblock or a detour mm. and you're not familiar. Have you ever been driving out of town and you come up to a detour and it doesn't show you the way to detour? <laughs> I've done that several times. In town. I've done it in town. <laughs> I had to be out of town. <laughs> right. And you actually you have to pause to figure out or you could or it's one or two things you pause and figure out which way to go or you just go right and so generally it means that you have to take some time to figure out the next steps because something has presented itself that causes you to take a pause or pivot and so that's just simply what it means to me you just have to take that pause and, and figure out what what is it that i'm to do next because of this that has occurred in my life or in my business, whatever it is. Hmm. No, that's great. I mean, because you know, last time, the last coffee and conversation, we talked about looking at the scoreboard. It's halftime, and that's the perfect opportunity to pause, like you said. And that's yeah, the what now mindset has everything to do with taking that pause. Ted, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, one thing about moving the needle that I think about, and I, you know, I kind of go back to that place years ago when I was working in the government. And New Corps Vision was my my side thing, right? And it, and how do you, and how challenging this can be. And I know we have a lot of listeners that have this situation where you got your full time, and then you got your side business that you're trying to hopefully at some point pivot and make it your full time. Like, and how do you treat that the activities of that? that business, right, to to really move things, right? Because it's it's really, you know, you can you can go throughout your work day, Eric. We've talked about that and you're exhausted from just your work. Like how do you determine how much time you're going to put into the side business in a week, right? To so that you can feel like you're really moving the needle there. Because if a week goes by and you haven't done much in the side one, it's eventually it's going to just, you know, it's just going to be done. Right. So so is it a situation where you're going to say, hey, I work eight hours a day and then I'm going to be hours on the other. I'm trying to get there. So in the course of the week, I'm committing to 15 hours. Right. So that at some point you're, you're going to start seeing something, but it's got to be some way that you're going to to measure it because it's always going to be something that you're going to push to the side. Your main job is going to be your I'm not and I'm not advocating that you be working your side thing throughout the time that you're supposed to be working your, your main thing now do you didn't hear the strategies tell you that but you know from time to time you know and it's you know you're gonna that that happens a bit where you're gonna have to do some of that stuff especially if you start getting clients right those clients are not trying to wait till five o'clock in the in the evening right so sometimes you're gonna have to determine what that you know what that balance is gonna be there but just you know how do you you know, start really making sure that you're doing the things that you need to be doing, because if your goal is for that to be your main thing. Yeah, it's going to have to be some consistency, you know, to it. 
even when you're tired from your your main job and and all the other things that you have in life you decided that this is something that you want to do nobody made you decide to start this other business so you're going to have to give it some energy right you're going to have to give it some time if you want it to be something more than just a you know a business card and a you know a website so no, I think that that's a great point. We have quite a few people who follow us that are in that situation. Uh, it was Ebony McMorris. She's like mm. a radio personality. And I was at something, she was MC, and she said something that always stuck with me. She said, when you're in that situation, you have to make your purpose, your plan A, mm. and your full-time job, your plan B. You, know, you, you literally have to trick yourself. Mm. So instead of, you know, you, you you know how you divide up your time you really need to figure that out and be intentional but that's that's the mindset you have to have going in that your purpose is your plan a and that's where you're really trying to get to ultimately because it's very easy to pick it up and put it down pick it up and put it down that's not how you get traction so i'm glad ted i'm glad you brought that up thank you all right maisha what are your thoughts i think the mindset is um being positive and optimistic um sticking with us if you stick with us for the last few months of this talking conversations, you're hitting your goals, right? Or if you're not, you know that if you go back and listen to a couple of our podcasts, we have given you gems for you to use in your business or in your life because we get some, we get personal too. So I think your mindset and what I believe is the what now movement mindset is positivity and optimism and knowing that you're going to get there. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think everything starts with the mindset and, you know, you're not going to hit really hit your goals consistently and and be in that place that you want to be consistently without embracing the right mindset. That's why it's so important. And that's why, you know, we could have just done the coffee conversation every month. You know, we we, we could have just done a summit and it would have been good, but we really wanted to put together a tool to help you with your mindset and that's the what now mindset book that's going to be coming out and dr sharon um you you want to share with folks kind of what they can expect to get and how they can potentially pre-order the what now mindset book Uh, absolutely so first of all we have nine amazing authors who are sharing their what now stories their journeys of what now um first thing is we're going to have a meet the authors on wednesday july 6th at 7 p.m um and i'll put all these links on um the various um platforms um and you can also go to the what now movement a little later today and it will be there as well but the meet the authors we have several of our authors who will be a part of uh getting to know them telling a little bit about their chapters um, currently, we're doing the pre-order campaign through tomorrow, um, <clears throat> where as soon as the book is released, it will be sent to you. Um, also, um, they will be speaking uh, as panelists at the summit, which you'll talk about a little later. So we're excited about that, um, as well as some of them will be uh, part of our um networking event that we will have so uh, we're really excited about this and this is volume one we already have a waiting list for volume two um so i encourage all of you to go ahead and pre-order so you can get your autograph copy by one of the authors 
um, and be able to share in their what now journey. Fantastic. You know, Eric, you know, you know, Eric, one thing, you know, when we talk about the going back to kind of that what now mindset, like I just think about it as we're think, talking about coffee and conversations. And there's sometimes, you know, you're doing this stuff, you're like, man, I just, we need to just, you know, we need to pause, we need to stop, whatever. And then if you get to that place in whatever it is, business or whatever, where you're like, there's no turning back. Like I'm at a place now where, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, in the business, it's like, okay, like it has to, it has to happen big, right? Even, you know, with coffee and conversation, we know we're helping people, right? You know, and and, and even when we started looking at like the downloads from previous months, like, and we didn't know, right? Like we're thinking, oh, you know, we see a couple and then you're like, look, like people are downloading from January, right? So we're helping some folks from January, February, right? So, so we know we're doing the right things, but you don't always see, like you see certain things on social media and you see, you know, uh, uh, what's him DJ D nice, right? You see all these names just going down, scrolling down the screen and all this stuff happening. That's what you want to see to keep you going. But we weren't seeing that, but we didn't know in the background what was happening. And so we just continue to push and push. And at some point, you know, you'll see it right there. I think you want to see it right there in front of you. Right. You want to see the register moving. You want to see the followers. You want to see that stuff right there. But, you know, a lot of that stuff, it just doesn't happen over overnight unless you are like a, you know, a celebrity or something. Right. That celebrity comes out there and he or she is already well known. And you're like, man, you know, Beyonce, you get these stuff just scrolling down all day. Right. But for us, you know, you got to build it. You got to build it. You got to be persistent with it. You got to give good content, you know. Same thing with your businesses, you know, you got to give good products and services and, you know, and then people start, you know, um, you know, giving recommendations and you just got to just keep, keep pushing, keep trying different things. And you, and at what now mindset says, no matter what, right, I'm going to keep doing this, right. I'm dealing with this situation, you know, with my family or health or whatever the situation is financial, they just continue to push forward. I think that's just the whole kind of mindset that you have to have. If you said this is what you're going, you're going to do to make this, you know, this dream, a, you know, a reality. Yeah. And you mentioned D, DJ D nice and we see he's got millions of people following him, but I'm sure there was a time where he wasn't getting the response. He thought that's yeah. We don't see that. Right. We see the front side, but we don't see what it took to get to that point. Yeah. We don't see when he puts something out there and got crickets. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. It's it. now, but the challenge is most people aren't willing to go through what it takes to get to that point. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's what, that's where the mindset comes in. And if you're constantly asking yourself what now, the chances of you getting to that level are much greater than if you just expect that it's going to happen. You put a post out and it's going to just instantly go viral. So, yeah, I mean, the mindset is critical. That's why it's, it's just so important to have this book in your hand. You got to get that book in your hand. Absolutely. Get the book in your hand. <laughs> Stop playing. Order that book. Do the pre-orders. Right, go ahead and pre-order the What Now Mindset. But, and it's one thing if just, you know, you're hearing from people who have gone through things. 
and, and they're telling you kind of their story and what they got out of it. And so they get, you're getting practical information. It's not just some theory, right? Oh yeah, right. this no, you're getting practical information. That's going to help you to make sure you embrace uh, the right mindset uh, and, and continue to move forward. And, and then we have the summit, right? The what now movement summit. I can't do no more. I, 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 that's right. It's too much. It's too much excitement. <laughs> Unbelievable. A book and a summit? Not just a book, Ted. A summit as well. Shh. Let me get out of here. This, it, it can't be possible. <laughs> I mean, y'all doing all that at, with the What Now movement? A book and a summit? That's right. A book and a summit. So July 16th, you need to mark your calendar. July 16th from 9 a.m. Eastern to 12 noon Eastern. The What Now movement is presenting the Moving the Needle Summit. The Moving the Needle in Your Business Summit. <laughs> right, right, Maisha? Moving the needle. <laughs> moving the needle. If your needle not moving, you better, you better, you better be at the summit. If your needle is not moving. But... As even if it is moving. Yeah, even because you, there's always something you can learn from the best who've done it, their stories, learn from them. It's always something we can learn. I mean, I'm sure mm. Mike, what, the president goes to a summit so he can learn from others. That's, yeah. right. That's right. That's right. For sure. For sure. And then so if you look at our uh, moving the needle, uh, we, we've got Chantel Powell. She was she was just featured on CBS this morning with Gail King being interviewed about her product that she created, Play Pits. Eric, remember we were we were interviewing her when she was just working out her kitchen. Yes. So uh, uh, we you successfully watched that, oh. yeah, within a few years. So you're talking about moving the needle. Let, 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 let's break this down really quick here, right? So we, we've had Chantel on like three times on a 30-minute hour podcast. The first time she was doing it out of her kitchen. We had her on late months later. She had a big warehouse, this big factory warehouse where she was doing it out of. We had her on again. She was on the shelves of Target. That's not moving the needle. I don't know what is. Unbelievable. Moving the needle. And I don't want to give too much away, but she has this story where she would go to Target her dream was to get her product in Target. So she would actually take her deodorant, Playfish deodorant, and put it on the shelf just so she could visualize what it would look like once she got there. Love it. And guess what? She's there. So she's going to talk about her journey and the steps she took to move the needle. She, I'm sure she'll even share some of her frustrating points to get there. So you'll hear from her. We've also got the, the different authors that we've been talking about of the What Now Mindset book. They're going to be on a panel talking more about the What Now Mindset and giving you little snippets of their story. And, and then we're going to close with Carl Gould. And, and Carl Gould is just making it happen. He had bought and sold successfully three businesses before he turned 40. Uh, multi-million dollar businesses. Now he's got a coaching model that's impacting people around the world. 
He speaks around the globe. Um, that was one of our highest rated 30 minute hour podcast. We got the most, one of the most downloaded, one of our most downloaded episodes where he talked about the blueprint for small business success. You can check that episode out too, but he's going to definitely talk about moving the needle. Man, you better, you better get your little self to that summit. <laughs> you better get your little self to wake up, you know, get some, you know, make a bacon and egg, whatever you do for breakfast cereal. Get on at 9 a.m. for this summit because this is going to be some good stuff. Don't miss it. Do not miss it. Absolutely. You can go to our website there you go. and register for our summit. Today. What now? Move it under events. So, so Maisha, can you share the? You know, it's a major cost to this summit, right? It's. Can you share the cost for the people? How much? It's a. Get them a payment plan. Yeah, absolutely. Get on a payment plan for this. Uh, it's a thousand (laughs) dollars. Okay, it is free. So those of you that logged off, you need to log back on. It's free. Right. It's free, <laughs> but it's worth a thousand dollars. I mean, that is just some great insights we're gonna get, and I'm looking for it. I've heard Chantel on the 30 minute hour. I heard her first two, and I'm like, oh my gosh, how did she do that? I, I, I want a product. Um, I haven't heard Carl do, but I am looking forward to learning from that, and that's the most important thing I think anyone can get from spending time with us and any other summit. Will you come out with three key takeaways that you can use immediately That's right. in your business? And I promise you, you'll get at least three. I promise you. Or we'll give you your money back because it's free. That's right. That's right. We'll give it back. We'll give money it back. back guarantee. Money back guarantee. Money back guarantee that you will get three things that you will be able to use immediately in your business. Mm. Absolutely. It's all about the takeaways. It's the takeaways that help you to move the needle, Mm. right? And you'll hear from people who are moving the needle as we speak. So that's something you don't want to miss. Again, I'll repeat myself. It's just Saturday, July the 16th. The thing about this, you don't have to get in the car and go sit through traffic and go to the hotel and ask the person at the desk where the conference room. You don't have to do all of that. All you have to do is turn your computer on and click the button. Make sure you don't pay your internet bill. Right. Make sure you or go somewhere else, you know, with some Wi-Fi. I mean, you got to get Wi-Fi. That's right. There you go. So it's uh, Saturday, July 16th, 9 a.m. Eastern. This is Eastern times, 9 a.m. to 12 noon. The What Now Movement, Moving the Needle Summit. Can't wait. Can't wait. What's the countdown? I can't wait. Oh man, it's, it's July count- 2nd, Ted. So know your numbers 14 days. Well, man, I won't mess up. I won't mess it up. I won't mess it up. I'm excited. I'm excited. 14 days away. That's right. That's right. It's only 14 days away. It's free. Make sure you come and uh, check us out so that way you can move the needle. Mm. I, I'm just trying to think. This is the needle, right? I don't know. That's right. Move the needle. Is the needle. So again, just to bring this to a close, we just want to definitely want to thank you. Thank um, you. Thank you for clicking the website. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. Thank you for downloading. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Yeah, we want to thank you for watching this 
week's this month's episode of Coffee and Conversation. Don't forget to visit the whatnowmovement.com. Make sure you register for that summit on moving the needle. Make tell sure a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Make sure you pre-order the What Now Mindset book. Oh my goodness, man. I know people about to explode. You mean you just get all that information, man. This is just it's too amazing. much value for one city. Amazing. My goodness. Oh, that's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. All right. Did anybody have any closing thoughts before we sign off? Um, you know, like I said, persistence. Persistence. Stick it out. Stick it out. You know, you know, talk to other people that have done it. You know, get your team around you, folks that can, you know, encourage you. You know, come to the summit. Yeah, you Make know. you at the summit. Get the book. I can't do no more. I can't do no more. <laughs> I can't do no more. I'm done. I'm done. My issue. I want to say every day, make progress. Every day. Just when you're up, set the goals. Uh, I have a new app, Commit to Three. Knock out those things, and you will be in a positive, optimistic way of the What Now Mindset. You feel warm when you said that. I just felt like smiling. I was like, man, that's so warm. <laughs> Dr. Sharon. Yep, just order the book, as Ted said. We are so excited about um, the pre-orders that are coming in already. Add to it, get your autographed copy, and we'll see you at the summit. The book is going like hotcakes. Like hotcakes. Bring your plate. Bring your there plate. You go. Like hotcakes. Bring your plate. Good stuff. And my, my closing thought is don't allow perfect to become the enemy of progress. True. You don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to have all the details. You have to focus on the next step. You want to move the needle? What's the next step you can take to move towards your goal? You know, the good thing also about doing what we do with, you know, What Now Movement and all our other platforms is we see people, so many people at different stages and how they, you know, have been successful and, and and you have to look at that and say, that can be me. You have like, to ask yourself, there. why not you? That, yeah. That's the question, right? Yeah. Why can't you get your product on the shelves of Target? Why can't you sell three businesses? Why not you? Why not you? There you go. That's the perfect thing to close on. Until next time, have a great one. <laughs>